When I started reading personal development books and taking online courses, I believed breakthrough and change and success is the result of one monumental moment that changes everything. Today, I don't believe that to be true. What really changes everything are your daily habits practiced consistently over time to the point of breakthrough. That's a big key. You practice something consistently without getting results, without the payoff. But over time, the effort compounds and you get to a breakthrough moment. Whether we are talking about our health, our productivity, success, relationships, this is how it works. Now in this video, I want to share five productivity habits that have changed the game for me. These are small, so I recommend you start today. Don't wait till the end of the year. Don't wait till the perfect moment. Start implementing those today. Idea habit number one. Listen to music at work. This is huge. I started this one and a half years ago and I got to it randomly because one person recommended it to me and I thought like, well, okay. Before I believed this is going to hurt my productivity. So I started this one and a half years ago and what I did, I listened to ambient music, music without anyone singing. And I got so much more easily into flow. And now I'm listening to classical music and I have a playlist on YouTube that I listen to. And it's been huge. I don't know why specifically, but here's my guess. My brain waves when I'm listening to classical music or ambient music shift from beta to alpha. And alpha brain waves are associated with flow, with getting into flow. So that's my guess. And I'm not the only one who's benefiting from this. Many people are listening to some music in the background while they're working and it's really making a difference. And if you're in a space where many people are working and there's so much noise, maybe you put up some headphones so you can listen to some music at work and be less distracted. So this has been huge. I personally, I just listen to one playlist that I play over and over and over again. And here's a cool part. The playlist goes about for an hour and I'll link that down below. It goes for an hour and then when the music is over, I'm taking a break and then I just restart the playlist. But what you could also do, and this would be a bonus, is you create different playlists for different projects or different things you need to do. Let's say you're in college and you have a math class that you want to ace. Well, why don't you create a specific playlist for math? So every time you're studying math, you're actually listening to that music in the background. Key point, music that does not distract you from studying. So I recommend listen to music without anyone singing again. But when you study and you pair it with music, now your brain links math with music. And then here's a key point. Before you do your exam, now before, you listen to that music again. Don't study, but listen to it again. And now you're in the same brain spot as you were studying. 
and it's easier to recall. So maybe for certain projects, for certain goals, you have certain music. I mean, if you do your workout, you wouldn't listen to the same music as you work. It just doesn't work. So you want to find the right music for you. And for example, I've heard from authors, for example, they try to write a book and they create a specific playlist for just that book to get into the right emotional state. Certain music triggers certain emotions. So maybe it helps to get clear on what are the emotions I want to experience while doing this. Do I want to be concentrated? Do I want to be inspired? Do I want to be motivated? And there's different music for different purposes. And again, on YouTube, we find a lot of music and I just highly recommend that you start this simple habit. Second key habit is taking a nap every single day. This has been huge for my productivity and my well-being. So what I do is every day, I do intermittent fasting, so I don't eat until 11 a.m. And then I have lunch. And after lunch, I take a quick nap, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, sometimes 30 minutes. But usually I don't go over that. But this is huge because while you're sleeping, your brain basically washes itself. So when you take a nap, you actually recharge mentally. After you've taken a nap, you feel so much more fresh, so much more focused, so much more empty. And I usually go for 10, 15, 20 minutes. Usually I don't go over, but honestly, I listen to my body. I listen to what my body needs. And I have two children. They're three years old and now four months old. So some nights I'm not getting enough sleep. Like I'm trying to, I really am big on sleep. But I have these nights where my daughter, she just wakes up at 2 a.m. and refuses to go to bed again. So I'm like short on sleep of three hours. So on those days, I actually give myself the gift of 90 minutes of a nap because I know if I'm more rested, I'm going to be more productive. Yes, I spend less time at work, but I'm going to be more productive than if I'm just fully foggy, groggy, and I just don't know what I'm doing. Because being at work doesn't mean being productive. So this is a huge game changer. And one thing to keep in mind is you want to either nap from zero minutes, which would be no nap, till 30 minutes, or you want to get the full 90 minutes. So a sleep cycle is usually 90 minutes. Now, you can take a nap up till 30 minutes and then wake up and be fully rested, fully recharged. No problem, works great because you haven't entered deep sleep yet. But after 30 minutes, approximately of course, you're in deep sleep, which means if you wake up prematurely, meaning before your sleep cycle ends, you're actually feeling more tired more exhausted because you haven't completed that sleep cycle and you either go for up till 30 minutes or the full 90 minutes. Depends on like your calendar, your schedule. When I was a student in college, I could have easily afforded to take a 90 minute nap because like I had time. 
Now, I don't have so much time. My kid has to be picked up from the kindergarten and whatnot. So I go more for 10, 15, 20 minutes, but I get that every day when I'm working. Now on the weekends, it's differently because again, I have two children, they're at home. So when do I take a nap? But when I'm working Monday to Friday, I am taking a nap. I do this religiously. Key habit number three is taking a break every waking hour. Taking a five minute break every hour. So here's what you do. Follow the 52-5 method. Every 52 minutes, and that's according to science, take a break of five, 10, maybe more minutes. In the study that they done, in the largest study on productivity, the most productive people were actually taking a break of 17 minutes every 52 minutes. Now, I'm not recommending that. That's up to you. I usually go for five, but five minutes of rest every hour is going to help you be so much more productive. And here's the science behind that. In the study, they shown that the most productive people were working in sprints of 45 to 60 minutes. On average, 52 minutes. Hence, the 52-5 method. Then they were taking a break of 17 minutes on average. You can do less, you can do more. The people who came in in second place were those who were following the Pomodoro technique, which is simply you work for 25 minutes, five minute break. The people least productive were those who were actually wake, working without breaks. So they had the impression that they were more productive, but actually, they got less done. They got less done because your focus dips over time, your energy dips, and at the end of the day, you're exhausted. So you want to really dial this in, take a break every single hour. And at first I recommend you time yourself because when you're deeply at work and you've been doing something and you're immersed, it's so easy to miss your breaks. So put it in your phone, set a timer, 52 minutes, then I get up, five minute break. What do you do in your break? First, you stand up and move. Your body is meant to move. What I do is I do some sort of Qigong and some sort of yoga every time I get up. Then also hydrate, super important. And what I recommend is that you do something fun, that you do something that you enjoy, that you like, because here's what's happening your brain will start to link work with pleasure. It will link work with pleasure because when you're at work, you're actually doing something that you enjoy. Now, work can, of course, be enjoyable, but I'm just saying you could make it even more fun. And then, lastly, set a new intention. What do you want to achieve the next hour? And that is basically it. That's all you need, five minutes, every hour, that's a game changer. Fourth key habit, be early. If you're not early, you're late. Give yourself the gift of giving yourself maybe 20 minutes, half an hour, an hour more in the morning to chill out, to read, to study, to meditate, to exercise, to get the fundamentals in 
because that will strengthen your confidence as well as make you more peaceful and centered. This is a game changer. And then also for meetings, for example, be early. It's a great sign of respect for the other person. It's a lost virtue today. And you feel better because A, you're not feeling like I'm rushing from meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting. And B, you're actually having time to prepare. You're actually having time to relax. So maybe you need to schedule a little bit of a break time in between meetings so that you can chill down. Maybe read a bit in a book and don't have to rush to get to the next meeting. Super powerful. And then last key habit is take 10 minutes every day to plan your day. This is so simple, but people are not doing it. People are not doing it. So what do most people do? They wake up and they have to rush out the door. They rush out the door and then they're almost late at work. So they are urgent to get started. They start their PC, start their Mac or whatnot, and they immediately jump into emails. Oh, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? What do I need to do? Oh, my boss is here. What does he need? But what if you took 10 minutes to plan your day? What if you took 10 minutes to get clear on what does really matter? You could do that in the evening or you could do that in the morning. It doesn't matter. But you want to get clear on what does matter today. What are the one to three to most five priorities that I need to focus on? Anything more than five, that's just a wish, that's a dream, and that's a dead end. So no more than five. What are the five things that really matter today? And then you prioritize them. You say, okay, what's number one? What's number two? What's number three? What's number four? What's number five? And you start with number one. And you block out some time in which you can focus fully on the most important activities. Like I do this by blocking four hours in the morning that are just for myself, which I write on my book, shoot videos, create courses. Those are the things I'm going to do in that time. And there's nothing that can distract me throughout that time. That is huge. That's huge. Imagine how much you could do in even one hour of undistractive, indistracted work. Imagine how much you could do in one hour of indistracted work. It's going to be a game changer. So you want to get clear on what are the things that matter, schedule time for it, schedule time blocks in your calendar so they actually get done. If it's not in your calendar, it won't happen. Because life happens. Life does happen. So you need to put it in the calendar. That is super vitally important. And here's what I do every morning. I fill out my planner. I get clear on what are the three to five priorities. I also think about what would make today a success. I mean, let me know. Do you sometimes end the day feeling like you didn't do much? Or do you sometimes feel like you're not making progress? Well, most often we don't define what does success look like? What needs to happen today? So I can call it a successful day. 
But if you don't like create clear criteria for when you'll call it a successful day, how will you know that you got there? I mean, our to-do lists are endless. They never end. So we need to get clear. Okay, what are the non-negotiables? What does need to happen today? And you get it done. And when you get it done, you are grateful. You are content. You give yourself a moment to celebrate. What if you do that every single day? So those are the five key habits to improve your productivity.